0: Royal Meetings, Marvin.
1: Three songs. Yeah. Five days of the magic. Yeah. Three
2: songs.
0: Which side of the course?
2: Three songs. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. It's a song, it's Bobby Episode ninety three June seventeenth two thousand nineteen. Bob Nastanovich there, Mike Hogan here. How you doing, Bob?
0: The morning's good.
2: Good. Forrest Hills is doing all right. How's
0: the Queens? How's the Queens? How's the Queens? Yeah,
2: it's good. It's good. Good. Yeah, good. it's it's a little muggy. Not too Stay-
0: bad. Outdoors or indoors.
2: Oh, uh, I'm indoors. I'm always indoors. You're outdoors. That's okay.
0: Do you have an outdoor option? Uh,
2: I guess if I lugged a bunch of stuff out and brought a laptop, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, with. Keep I, in mind,
0: keep in mind that Mike is the Three Songs Podcast engineer.
2: Yeah, so I've got like a little, yeah. um, I've got a little mixing deck. Uh, I've got my yeah. computer. I've got all my the songs. I mean, here's the thing, Bob. Um, a lot of times, as you know. I will prep, and I will pick a few songs. But I'll have like 50 songs that I could possibly go with, and I just choose three or four or five. Sometimes it rolls into six or seven. Um, But depending upon how I'm feeling, depending upon what you play and where we go, I like to have options of my whole library. And so, you know, because of that, I'm down in the basement. It's all right. It's cool down here. Yeah. And um we're good. You're gonna start it off tonight. You've brought three songs plus, and I've bought brought three songs plus.
0: Mine are brief.
2: It's okay. Mine are too. We're sharing we're sharing Actually, music.
0: This is my longest one. I gotta kick you off with my longest one.
2: Bongwater.
0: Yeah, Bongwater, right? Jimmy <laughs> Disc. <laughs> and Magnuson. Yeah. And the lads. Kramer. Kramer, the yep. lads. And a tribute to one of our heroes—that's right, Rocky Erickson, who died recently, Rest about a month soul. ago, I believe.
2: Yeah, less even—only a f- couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, one of his—it's uh, a great tre- treatment of one of his uh, prettiest songs. This is a uh, Bongwater. You don't love me yet. I think it's probably like a version from like '88. If you don't get saved, you're gonna go to hell.
2: So you say that's late 80s, huh?
0: Yeah, something like that, yeah. isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that's a cover of a, of a Rocky song from the mid-80s, so they were on it. They were, um, Rocky released his version, and they said, we want to do a, a, a cover of it. I, I, I've i always liked Bongwater, but I've never heard a ton of their stuff. Um, and, of course, I remember them, Shimmy Disc era, I remember them from my college radio days, um... I actually had a teacher who was a friend. He, he, he played some bong water in class. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. At Santa Clara, where the students are the least hip people like on the planet, the teachers are even like hipper than the students. Um but that's that's kind of my association well, with Bongwater.
0: I imagine they are hippier than a lot of people. Well, yeah, exactly. these,
2: these these days maybe, but but back when I was in school, the students were not they were complete squares and the and the professors were the hip ones and I I had a professor that was I think maybe friends with Bongwater and and certainly a fan of Bongwater. So that's how I first came across them.
0: Well, they made some great songs in their brief career on Shimmy Disc. I don't shimmy think disc. Ever, We hardly ever have dealt into the Shimmy Disc. Uh,
2: yeah. But, um, um, I'm trying to think if we've played anything from Shimmy Disc. Um, we haven't played any ball yet. Well, we
0: just have. We just have. You know, oh. King for a Day is a great song by ball. King for a Day is yeah. a great song. Don, Don, Don Fleming. Great songs. Yeah. Don Fleming, yeah. And I saw ball open for Sonic Youth in the 80s about 86 87 in chapel hill fantastic
2: yeah they were a good fantastic yeah
0: yeah yeah really intense like and uh we'll get to that story the other day but like uh ann magnuson like she hung up my house in uh when i was living in the basement of willow avenue yeah in hoboken yeah because she's dating a friend of mine called eric Forrest. okay and uh yeah, you know, she's a bit of a legend because she was like a huge sitcom star, you know.
2: She was a little intimidating, I have to say. I mean, I never met her, but she just had this presence to her.
0: Well, she wasn't intimidating when she came to your basement with a <laughs> bunch of like, uh, you know, lads like flipping burgers and like uh, yeah. drinking beer, you know, like a you know, $600 a month apartment, you know, in Willow Avenue in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> In 1990, you know, kind of at the peak of her career when yeah, she was like a huge sitcom right, star.
2: Right, 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 for sure.
0: We were a little edgy. We were a little edgy, you know, like we got, you know, forces bringing over his famous girlfriend, that kind of thing. And like, she just kind of like, as far as I remember, she just kind of sat on our ottoman and kind of giggled at everything we did. You know, I couldn't get much expression out of her. But I thought she was absolutely perfectly polite. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, I've got very lovely and, uh, and like, she was like a legendary, like at that point in her life, she'd already like managed club 57 and like, you know, we should have been intimidated. Like actually I would like to thank her for coming over that night because at that time in New York, we'd only lived there for like, you know, six or seven months, you know, now we're living in a shabby apartment where the silver shoes started. Yeah. right right and uh, and uh, she came she came over and she was very polite and we hung out for like two or three hours and had some beer and some burgers and stuff and, and i've always i've always enjoyed her and enjoyed her music but like there's no way you could get to the bottom of her in, like two or three hours is sitting around you know yeah but uh i've always loved that version i think it's a fantastic version of a great song by rocky erickson god bless him and of course, Anne, she's still ticking, you know. It is, and
3: yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's it's cool. Um, yeah, and I, I you know, I say she's in- intimidating not because she doesn't seem friendly, but just like you said, she seems larger than life in a lot of ways.
0: She's not in real life. Yeah. Keep in mind, That's I only good. spent around two hours around the swim this woman, which is a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. Actually, but like, she was just like kind of like it was kind of a weird experience it's like kind of hanging out with the young dudes in New York But it, kind of like Eric brought her over like oh my friends are freak- freaks you want to hang out with them <laughs> one of those kind of things yeah. you know like right. me, me David and Steven like you know you, more like you, know, was...
2: you were being shown off
0: not really no no because who the hell were we you know <laughs> but uh, it was a memorable night and like God, I've always, I've always, that's how my memory of that night goes is that song. And it's a, I've got, I've always had it on 7 Inch. Like, I mean, it's a it's beautiful, a great way to, it's a beautiful rendition. And yeah. It's a great way to end a DJ evening.
2: It is. Well, you started the evening with that. Uh, well, it's a
0: great song. It's a great song. And Rocky wrote a great song there. He so did. not get that, he, he didn't get that very, and his version's tremendous. He,
2: yeah, for sure. I mean, and we've, we've, We've devoted a little bit of time. Well,
0: you don't love me yet after 92 episodes, but, like, you know, I'll get Uh, there one day. Yeah. I'll get there one day to the Queens.
2: (laughs) Oh, Bob, come on now.
0: Well, one thing thing about this program is, is like, you know, everybody has to keep in mind, like, Mike and I have never met in person. In person, person.
2: that's right. Soon, though. Yeah. Soon. Soon. No,
0: someday soon. Very soon. soon. I promise. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be in the Winter Circle somewhere. Yeah. Laughing. Just absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely.
0: Um, and, if, and if we finish last, we'll still laugh.
2: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Germany. I'm gonna go to the. Mid- oh yeah, there you
0: go. I love this. I'm it's gonna the go to, Black Forest. It's Royal Ascot Eve, you know, man. It
2: is. I know. Uh, I'm gonna go to Germany in in the mid '90s, Weilheim. There was a scene in Weilheim. Were you aware of this, Bob?
0: What part of the country is Germ? In Germany, is that Weilheim.
2: Vileheim? Uh, I don't
0: even know. I'm, you're putting
2: me on the spot with my German geography. No, of course, not know. I'm
0: sorry, but it, like, what? what I, I can't even spell Vile. Like, at the Same time. Like, there's a lot of shit going on in Germany in the '70s.
2: <laughs> now this was this was mid '90s. This was um, there were a few record labels happening at the time. Uh, Collapse with a K was one of them. Um, house yeah. house music. Uh, was another one. Christoph Merck ran Collapse, uh, good guy. I, this is back when I was doing the height of the Little Brother label, um, and then House Music uh, was another label in based in Weilheim. Uh, and And there was a scene. There were there were a number of bands. Village of Savunga was one of them. The No Twist. Do you remember them? Um, yes,
0: yes, yes.
2: So, so I'm gonna play a song. This is a solo song. The, the the band, the group, I guess. It's it's not really a group. It's basically one guy named Marcus Acker who was in the No Twist. He was in Village Savunga. He also married uh, one of the the main woman in Lalipuna. If you if you know that group. Um, no and uh he was so he was in no twist he went by his pseudonym was rayon and released a double seven inch in the mid 90s on it's a joint release of house music and the collapse label um the 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 double seven inch is called Yom, and uh this is a song from it it's called 12 it's just uh Kind of atmospheric uh kind of bedroom What's the band called? What's Ray band called? Rayon. Marcus Acker's Rayon. pseudonym Rayon. Um in yeah. the song is twelve, uh from the double seven inch called Yom, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Check it out and then we'll talk.
0: Yeah, perfect. Rayon. That was was very continental European (laughs) music.
2: Yeah, I really, really, really like that seven-inch, double seven-inch.
0: Oh, great use of the horns.
2: Yeah. Uh, You know, and the nice thing about that...
0: everything, it's so pretty.
2: It's a... a, It sets a mood, all four songs, four songs, one side each on the double seven-inch. All of them are great. It's one of my favorite releases probably of of uh, the early 90s to mid 90s I love wow yeah wow, that's
0: a huge couple I love this that's record sh- that's when you're a real steamboat
2: yeah I loved this record um, and you can still find it I mean there's a whole bunch of copies for sale on discogs there's a copy uh, there's one in the US for 650 right now double seven inch um, yeah, it's good. It's, oh, I
0: mean, it's like the the, uh, the sound of like uh, mid nineties German music.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, and there was a scene. Like I said, there was the No Twist. Oh, so there's a scene. The No Twist and Village of Savunga. I put out a Village of Savunga seven inch around that same time. Um, you know, and and even um, Graham Jeffries from. This kind of punishment in the cake kitchen had moved to that area of Germany and was, was recording and releasing records at the same time and was kind of involved in in that scene, too. So uh, it, it was like New Zealand had transplanted or infused a, a little bit of influence into the middle of, of Germany. Um, well, it-
0: they take a very academic approach.
2: Yeah. Um, anyway, I enjoy that record.
0: You remember? You remember Bloomfeld, right? Bloomfield? Oh yeah.
2: Of course. Yeah, yeah. I like Bloomfeld.
0: Played a lot. Yeah, played a lot of shows with them. Like yeah. Twenty-five.
2: Do you remember? Um, do you remember a band called Tokotronic? No. Maybe I'll have to but, dig them uh, out.
0: Bloomfeld. I would have played a lot of shows with them. Yeah. Same, very serious. Very professional. Same era very as
2: Bloomfeld. Bloomfeld was almost like. Bloomfeld was the ones you could tell were trying to make it big and probably would make it big. Oh,
0: um, well, they tried hard. Yeah, because you, know, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, but they um, tried
0: really hard. We played a lot of shows with them. Same label, Big
3: Cat. Right,
2: Big Cat. Yep, they were they were a good band. Um, the, the Tokotronic was the, kind of that same scene, same feeling, but they were a little bit more shambolic and a little more. Um, rambunctious and i think they even had a a few they had a song that that like name checked marky smith um you know it was kind of a german band that sang in english and um i think as such some of the germans sort of looked down on them a little bit but um fun band i'll maybe I'll, I'll, i'll dig them out and play them at a future show
0: yeah well keep coming with german rock stars from the 90s i will you you know it, Bob. You know it. Where are you going? Well, I'll take i to the modern era of Chicago.
2: Okay. Chicago. So hey I'm,
0: I'm still still what hey, what? Uh I
2: it's funny that you say that. So you're playing a you're playing a man from Chicago. I listened recently, I discovered a podcast that you did uh, a few months before we started this show. So we started this show oh, okay. in like August of 2017. We've done 93 shows. Thanks, everybody, yeah. for listening. If you're listening to this one for the first time, we've got 92 other episodes you can check out. But um, before we re- we started this show, um, I-, I just stumbled across you on a podcast in early 90s... Or sorry, 90 not 93. Uh, early 2017... Um, a podcast called Knobs, and and you were talking down on Chicago. Do you remember this? Yes. <laughs> it's not very convincing. It's
0: the, uh, always always the best answer to yes, no questions? <laughs> yes or no.
2: <laughs> That's true. Um, yes. Anyway, I'm so still
0: you- trying to find. I'm still trying to find. Uh, of course, we can always go back. Yeah, but I'm still trying to find a great indie rock band from Chicago.
2: Okay, right.
0: My whole life,
2: right. And and, and it,
0: including it, the punk scene, including like Jesus Lizard, like he's like a Texas band. The,
2: the what about the Necros?
0: The Necro Necros are Chicago. Yeah,
2: you know, I mean, they, they were like the first release on on Touch and Go, weren't they?
0: They're Chicago band.
2: Yeah. What what about negative approach? In
0: exactly Negative fans ap- are like Laughing
2: Hyenas, weren't laughing hyenas Chicago?
0: No, they're Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Come on, mate. Okay. Fucking hell.
2: Well sorry, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well uh, no,
0: come on. There's a that's a long way away.
2: Well, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah,
0: sure it sure is. It's like you okay. want to drive from Manar to Chicago and back right now. Yeah,
2: I don't. no, 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 no. You're right. Necros, Necros. I'm looking it up there from Ohio. Yeah.
0: Mm. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. I'm still waiting for a great band from Chicago. I think I got one. Okay. I think you got one. All right. All right. Yeah. Two oh. women from Chicago. Okay. This is a, a great song. 2016. It was released. They're still going strong.
2: The great. They're called Ohm. You use the you use the word great, okay? You're setting this while, up.
0: Well, it's great to me. It's great, great in your ears, great in your headphones. Okay.
2: You
0: know? well, I haven't seen them or anything. I,
2: I have to say, you brought it big with that porlolo song, which. Since then, so that's Denver.
0: That's Denver.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying, for for for, for a uh, a group that I knew nothing about, and you and you set it up, and you know, you you brought it. You know, you 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 earned some clout, uh, for sure.
1: i never earned
0: any clout in my life. <laughs> <O-H-M-> <laughs> ME, Okay, water. This other uh, 2016 release called uh, Parts. I think and, and it's a great Great band to follow. Ohm. You got it cued?
2: It's playing. You hear it?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, they're bringing it in like this. Yeah. Oh, right. hey, here we go. Here we go. Listen,
4: the night around We're on forgiveness now. Cue up the movie to the part where they all sink and drown. You don't know it. You don't know it, you don't know it, but they know that you won't ask them out. Cut down the branches, make a twig out of the family tree. Upend the roots and send the ashes to infirmary. You don't know it, you don't know it, you don't know it, you don't know it. Don't know it. Why is there
2: That was cool. I like that.
0: Well, they're cool.
2: I got to imagine that's really good live, too.
0: Cunningham and Stewart. Yeah. Those scores are good. Yeah.
2: So um, that's from their second album called Parts. Um, I took a look mm. while that was playing. I took a look on Discogs. And, um,
0: well, you're quick on the computer, aren't you?
2: I am a little quick. Um,
0: yeah, good fingers, good fingers over there in Queens. From their first the engineer, the engineer, that's right.
2: First self-titled record called called Ohm on um, released in two thousand seventeen. Um, the note on discogs says "fuck Trump" is etched in the dead wax of the vinyl. <laughs> wow! So
0: there you go. What's your message again on Twitter? Like uh, when your Twitter description. The the thing that's in all the cool records from the eighties and nineties on Rough Trade. Uh,
2: what was my what was my description on Twitter?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you know that like on your personal page.
2: Um, oh I don't know. Um, well, you mean you mean like the I'll little pull bo- it up. I'll pull the it up. little bio thing, like the little quote from the Stone no, song. The
0: no, thing, the things that they slice in the middle of the vinyl.
2: Oh 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 um. Yeah, like porky the, prime
0: the, cut. The porky.
2: Prime oh cut. yeah, porky a porky prime cut. That's right.
0: Right. I mean, that's that's the era, you know. Yeah. That was the porky prime cut from Chicago.
2: That's right. I like that. We'll have to check them out. They're so they're they're current. I gotta imagine that they're probably touring. Who knows if they make it to New York or yeah. Des Moines? O, to the, H
0: to the, M. o to the H to the M. O the H. Yeah. to the H to. The M. O to, the H to the Double M E
2: O H M M E in the yeah the fun on
0: high caps high caps.
2: The funny thing about that is on Discogs, there's yet another, there's a different O M O H M M E. Um, that's not them. So
0: yeah. yeah, well, we're not encyclopedists over here.
2: That's right. No. So he, here's where I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go I'm you know, we've you talk about the first what's the first punk song ever? Talk about the first punk band. You know, it could be the Velvet Underground, it could be the M C five, it could be the Stooges, it could be I don't know. But nobody talks about what was the first funk song. Oh. The first funk I song that
0: would be quite a, quite an argument amongst the four The Funksters.
2: I guess so, but you know, I mean, so I'm gonna play a song that I think is in the running for the first funk song ever. This is 1968. Here we go,
0: music historian.
2: 1968. This was a seven-inch released uh, a guy by the name of Fuji F U G I. Um, This is a fun one. Sit back and enjoy it, Bob. It's called Mary. Don't Take Me On No Bad Trip, 1968, uh,
0: Summertime.
2: backed by a band who ended up a couple years later releasing their own solo record, or not solo because they were a group, but released a record in their own name, the backing band is a band called Black Murda. Um,
0: oh, yeah, Black Murder. I yeah, know about them. Yeah,
2: so this is Fuji. Yeah. Fuji. M-E-R-D-A. Fuji, Fun- yeah, yeah. M-A-R-D-A. M-E-R-D-A. They're from, I think they're from Detroit. This guy Fuji is a guy named Ellington Jordan. He was from L.A. Oh, yeah, I
3: can't
0: make no funk with uh, that.
2: Yeah, Elin- Ellington Jordan, Ellington Jordan, Jordan F- with F- a F- name F- like F- Ellington Jordan. Jordan. So so uh, I'll, I'll play this, and then I'll talk a little bit about him, and I'll actually play play a song, the song he's best known for, but I'm going to start with this because it's just with sheer fire, 1968, Mary, don't take me on no bad trip. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Fuji, backed by Black Murda. Mary, don't take me on no bad ship.
0: You know what Murda is, though. What's Murda? Bad word.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, yeah, We're like Mard. So this guy, Mard,
0: your buddy Ellington. Yeah, buddy Ellington was.
2: Jordan. Ellington Jordan's the 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 Ellington pseudonym. Jordan. Yeah, of yeah. of Fuji. He was in prison,
0: you know. Well, that's some wild-ass music.
2: Isn't it? Nineteen sixty Prison for what? Prison for what? Prison he was in prison for, for armed robbery. Okay? So the story goes. He was in prison for armed robbery, and he got. said, I want to turn my life around, and he started writing music. Okay?
0: while Good, in, Good move. Good move.
2: While in prison. Do you know this? Are, do you look this up? Are you going to tell this to me, or am I telling you something you're not familiar with?
0: I'm not going to tell you, Merida.
2: Okay, so he was in prison, and he started writing songs. And he wrote a song. He wrote this song. I'm going to play this song. A few years, oh, be- here we go. A few years double, before double. he wrote this, this is what he's best known for. It was covered by uh, in 1968 as well, which is the same year as um, "Mary, Don't Take Me on No Bad Trip" got released. Um, this song is his.
0: his... Uh, so that song was pre-jail.
2: No, that song was post-jail. Okay. Um, he wrote this song that I'm going to play next, In Jail. It got released in 1968 on an album by Miss Etta James. This is her version of it. Yeah. It's... Um, oh, and it's with her best shot. It's a... Uh, He's coming in like it's throwing
0: a, fireballs from the Queen. It's a classic. It's a
2: classic, and it was written by Mr. Ellington Jordan while in jail. It's called I'd Rather Go Blind. I bet you know this.
0: Where one. we DJing tonight? I'd
2: rather go tonight. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's of james doing her version of ellington jordan's i'd rather go blind a classic uh,
0: that, was, that was fantastic
2: yeah a classic that song has been covered so much too since then uh, oh yeah you know so yeah he he obviously turned his life around i, I mean musically uh he's still making music uh you know he's he's still he's still around he's still doing his thing uh i'm sure he's living off of uh, the royalties of that one song but um but mary don't take me on no bad trip may very well have been the first funk song ever stone classic
0: no are you familiar with the uh film killdozer
2: uh i've never seen the film but i'm certainly familiar with the band
0: well, TV science fiction horror movie. Okay. Way, from way back when. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you heard of Marvin Heemeyer.
2: Marvin Heemeyer, no.
0: Yeah. And what about Killdozer? I know Tom Where Hazelmeyer.
2: That? Is that, What's that? I know Tom Hazelmeyer.
0: Hazelmeyer wasn't Kildozer. He wasn't even you know. Killed. You know, he was... No, he's in Halo Flies. Well,
2: of course he was in Halo Flies, and he did he did an Amphetamine Reptile, you know. But, yeah, so, well,
0: it was okay. No. This is a Touch and Go band here, at Killdozer. <laughs> well, you touch know. Touch and Go, baby. Full Close enough.
2: Clock. You you something you said Lots something of, Meyer. It made Martyr, me think of Hazel Meyer.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Marvin Heemeyer. I'll tell you about Marvin Heemeyer before. I, I play the song, because he came after a bulldozer.
2: Okay, t- tell me about him.
0: He was an American welder. Okay. In an automotive muscle repair shop. Okay. He went on a rampa- rampage with a modified bulldozer. Outrage over zoning disputes. He armored a Komatsu tractor bulldozer. Layers of steel and concrete used it on in 2004 to demolish the town hall, the former mayor's house, and other buildings. Rampage ended when the bulldozer became stuck in the basement. He got in big fucking trouble. This guy, so
2: so wait a minute. So, so this, this guy essentially did a killdozer like I don't know 10 years after the band was already done.
0: Exactly. Well, with no knowledge of the Kildasser, <laughs> no knowledge of the killdozer. Like he decided, like yeah.
2: life imitates art.
0: Maybe exactly. Maybe like somehow his life was imitated by like this song. Yeah. And I and I keep in mind, this is a band that wrote like at least fifty great songs. Yeah. And Scary and We'll talk about him afterwards. From Madison, Wisconsin.
2: Power band. Power.
0: We could never shift gears more. We'll talk about their sound,
2: yeah. From Eddie we'll Etta...
0: the, the part of the grunge era. We'll talk about like everything about them. Yeah. They were strange.
2: From Eddie James to Killdozer.
0: Oh, uh, the brothers. <laughs> the Hobson brothers and 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 Mitchell Gerald. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play one for you right now. Okay. I to play one for you right now. You you've already queued it up. Yeah,
2: I do. I got it right here.
0: Yeah, new pants and shirt Off of 12 point buck
2: Ladies Yeah, touch and go
0: Yeah, touch and go by big time
1: Stop right! Be bathed in the unforgivable sin. I went straight home where I was met by my mother with a skirt up over her head. Sometimes I wonder just why that.
2: Killdozer. So,
0: oh, so, uh, so... I've always wondered whether they were trying to make fun of themselves.
2: You know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, the the music at times is much more, I don't want to say sophisticated, but nuanced, I guess, is probably a better uh, word.
0: Nuanced, a hell of a word for Killdozer.
2: Well, yeah, but, but like, there's there's little, like, melodies floating through there that uh, if you're if you're paying attention, you know, whereas the vocals and, like, you know, like, even, like, the, the beat is is very, like, punishing, you know, and it's, like, very rhythmic and, and almost, like, bludgeoning. But there's this, like, little melody that floats through the song that makes it almost kind of feel a little bit delicate. Musically,
0: so when you think of Wisconsin, what do you think of? <laughs>
2: um, other than
0: cheese, other than
2: cheese, cheese. Uh, well, and other from, than from a football, perspective like the Packers,
0: frogs, frogs. Yeah,
2: sure. Um,
0: frogs, top of the list, right? Was
2: uh, was Decroytson from
0: Decroytson for fucking sure? Yeah, top of the list.
2: Yeah,
0: Um Crusafax. Sure,
2: yeah classic band, Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, Killdozer certainly, I mean, I think of, I think of bands that have big presence, right, Um, even, like, where where were Cows, were Cows from?
0: No, they're Michigan, Michigan. Okay,
2: okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but I think of bands with big presence, you know. Like heavy, loud, intense in well, your face. Uh,
0: the Quest is the best one of the lot. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: But, but killdozer, are like they had like their handle.
2: Yeah, like and touch it's and go. You know the the thing is, so that was that was late eighties, eighty nine, um, and the Midwest. So it was a little. Out of Time, that was maybe a few years early, right, to, to capitalize on the Nirvana, because definitely had, like, kind of a grunge thing,
0: right? If that were...
2: if that were Well,
0: th- I mean, like, you know, of course, they'd be put on the same bill as all those bands.
2: Of course, of course. But that came... They were probably three to four years early. Oh,
0: uh, away. Oh, the same as the Crescent.
2: Yeah. To to really capitalize. And
0: frogs. I mean, frogs. Frogs is the best band ever, and Violent Femmes. Yeah. Violet Femmes. Yeah.
2: Good point. Good point.
0: Um. So. I mean, Violent Femmes is like the most legendary band from Wisconsin.
2: Right. Absolutely. Um. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot. I'm I mean, De
0: Devoe is like the best band from Wisconsin.
2: And we've we've played. I I won't disagree. We've played them. We should oh, play them again. Oh, have you ever again. seen Decroyson live? I've never seen Decroyson live.
0: Oh yeah, thank God. What a great band! Thank God, I saw him three times. Oh my lord. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Did I play number
2: three
0: on the program already? I already played it. Um, you're,
2: you already played. You're, you played number three. We'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll do. We'll do a. We, let's do a Decroyson spotlight. You, you bring three and songs next time. You've well, played- one of
0: the one of the uh, the first tour when I was like eighteen years old, which I wish I could have been on, yeah, was like an honor roll, opening for the decoration, like fifty shows in fifty two days. Wow. I, wow, I mean, can you imagine that?
2: No, I can't imagine that. Um,
0: oh my god! Yeah, I tour managed the frogs. I had the pleasure of to tour managing frogs. I know that's
2: insane.
0: Yeah. We're gonna yeah. have to play some.
2: You're gonna have to play some frogs too, and I want to hear some stories. I don't know if how many that'll of them... be.
0: A, that'll be a that'll be like a complete spotlight because yes. go way back.
2: Please, like, yeah. please, Bob. I tell
0: you a lot of stories. Please. Have like, you oh, uh, played them, right?
2: You have not played the frogs.
0: They yeah, I'll save them for episode one hundred. Okay,
2: deal, deal. Yeah. It's coming soon.
0: Just um, like the, just like the July first uh, lease of our <laughs> dual band camp page.
2: That's right. That's right. And you're yeah. you're you're gonna play something. You're gonna end the show with something that kind of tips that. But oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, we're tipping that. You no, know, I think you're gonna tip one of yours, aren't
2: you? Um, no, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Um, what Come I'm gonna do? Little brother. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. I played some Little Brother last time. We got we got time. Oh, got, was great. We got time. Great. We got time to focus on Little Brother. I'm actually. It's funny because you played Killdozer, who were kind of a grunge band from a few years earlier and from a f- like a thousand miles away from like really what the grunge sheen is known for. I'm going to play, I'm going to play a non grunge band from exactly the time and exactly the place of when they should have been a grunge band. Um, okay. I like this, this. This, is, this is flop. This was 1992 in Seattle. Okay. If you were nineteen ninety two in Seattle, you were the height of grunge, and if you were not playing grunge, you were on the outside looking in. This is from their uh, their first LP. You know, uh, flop flop is uh, Rusty Willoughby, singer, songwriter, guitarist, uh, vocalist. Um, he came from a band called Pure Joy, Seattle group um he was also in a band called i think called llama um he's still around i think he's still making music these days but uh but yeah from pure joy flop was formed 1992 on frontier records um oh great label yeah flop in the fall of the mop squeezer
0: ain't about case.
2: yeah yeah and if if mm. here's the thing this is like a time Banned Out of Time. Like, if this had been released in a different time or a different place, this could have been a huge record. But in 92 in Seattle, in the height of the grunge era... Like nobody wanted this. This just got so overlooked, and it's a fantastic record. I'm gonna maybe even play two songs.
0: You're very big on the ifs, and I'm big on the f words.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yes, that's true. I'm gonna play. I might, yeah. I'll play one, maybe two, because they're both less than two minutes long. So I might. Oh, here we go. Here I might just get. play two straight songs. This is this is um, fall or sorry, fall uh, flop from and the fall of the mop squeezer this is ann three songs pod Let's just keep it going. Flop, this is, I told a lie. Yeah. just a good band they were a good live band yeah
0: good good p-rock good p-rock yeah
2: seriously and um you know i think they just got a little uh pushed by the wayside they they were almost like cheap if cheap trick were debuting in grunge seattle you know i don't know would they have gotten the attention
0: that's a weird if let's go to uh Broker's tip records
2: That's right Broker's tip Release man Release number
0: four Yeah Release number yeah. four Odd Pets BB DoCo
2: You're you're, uh, you're hyping this this joint Broker's tip little brother bandcamp.
0: Oh yeah it's coming It's coming down Coming
2: Coming July 1 You gotta sit yeah, July 1. Send me your tracks man
0: Oh, oh I got them all Send got me your all.
2: tracks I'll, I'll get them posted
0: Post pink Yeah, yeah post pink. Odd Pets Odd Pets BB Swerve on
2: BB don't go from
0: in the in the uh, on the weight, you know, it's gonna be great.
2: Yeah, BB don't go from heavy petting odd pets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Odd pets.
0: Yeah. Love you, mate. Love, well.
2: love you too. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Be well.